This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We just had our crank call where Cecil B. Hollister invites himself over to a football party every year. And apparently he's not going to one again this year, no, unfortunately. He's not had any Aww. success so far. That's one person you do not want at your Super Bowl party. <laughs> Who is Cecil? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. We are actually been playing some other uh, like PSAs for people that you may not want at your Super Bowl party, like the uh, healthy food eater. I thought that was a commercial. Yeah, that was it. Was it was? No, oh, so, I just I yeah. said it was PSA. Yeah. I don't know why I thought it was a beer commercial. <laughs> okay. Now, I don't mind if they're at my party, but they're going to eat what I got to. You know, fix or not mm-hmm. eat at all, but yeah. they're not going to be getting something special. All right. I'm going to run through a list of the football party guests to avoid. Okay, these are some people that's going to be uh, at your football party, and you want to avoid these people. It's the vulture is one of them. The vulture. This uh, guy wait. takes. This guy takes his food very seriously, hovering by the appetizers, <clears throat> stuffing his face the whole time, making sure no one gets this part of the buffet. Sound familiar? Okay, wait. Why does this person not get invited to the party? What's the problem? It's the people to avoid, and you oh. might want to even call them out. Why? What are they doing that hurts you? You're hovering over the the sour cream dip and putting your chips in there. Double and dipping. Yeah, get your I would plate. Never do that. Get your plate and go That's to exactly your couch. That's exactly what I would do. <laughs> Our company parties. You're the first one in line yeah. to get the food, and everyone is always like, "Thank you, Tom. Now we can finally eat." I will say that he does kind of <laughs> break the ice for everybody. And so it's almost like, if, if, I don't know, you kind of do us in a favor in some I am ways. doing you a favor. But if you're a vulture and you stand over the food and just yeah. sit there and dip and dip and dip, that ain't good. Okay, you're talking about dipping, but you're just talking about appetizers and stuff. If there's something you want a lot of, it's just convenient to stand there. Right. <laughs> you should right. go to a buffet with him. Next <laughs> on the list is the guy that drinks too much or the girl that drinks too much. Well, I you guess know. I'm not going either, Tom. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they start early, you know, they're okay, but by the time the game's over, they're just like yeah, obnoxious. This list is already eliminated 50% of the room. Yeah, at least. And the crazy thing is, friends of mine, they'll have a Super Bowl party. I'm like, yeah, I'll be there about noon or one. They're like, oh, whoa, 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 it doesn't start till six. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll be there at <laughs> noon or one. Well, the pregame show started a couple days ago. Yeah. <laughs> Those things are so long. It starts tonight. All right. These are people you want to avoid at the, uh, at the uh, party, the football party, the eclipse. It's called the eclipse. What's that mean? This is kind of like the moon passing in front of the sun, and it's the guy that blocks your view of the TV. 
all the time, doesn't even care, you know. He's yeah. just sitting there. And he's like, hey, can you move over? We're watching the game. They're not sitting there. This is the guy who stands, stands up when there. the play yeah. gets exciting, right yeah. as you wanted to see it too. Or a big moment, yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, I never, no, I don't think I've seen one of those at a party. Oh, man. A lot of times they're on the front row of the couch because okay. they're really excited in the game. And then it starts to get intense and they stand halfway up and you're like trying to look over them. And then yeah. they stand all the way up with their arms in the air. <laughs> yeah, and you're, you're like, looking I'm around not them. seeing this. <laughs> I must miss that over at the buffet. Okay. (laughs) Okay. The social butterfly, the one who doesn't watch the game and just will not be quiet. That is all of us. Okay. But, you know, (laughs) (laughs) being chatty, you know, the whole time, because it's the biggest football game of the year. Yeah, I don't see a problem with that as long as they don't go in the main room. But it's all about him and what they want to talk about or her. Well, I mean, if you go to a football game, there's always talking in, in loud yeah, there people. Is, yeah. and, and so in your home, it should be the same way. Okay. We always yeah. like gra- gravitate toward the kitchen area <laughs> to talk around the food. So you don't disturb the game. <laughs> That's so, courteous. Well, the game's so. still in the next room. Uh-huh. We can still see the TV, but we don't go in that room. Well, the commercial watcher is someone else, they say, the person that only pays attention during the commercials because they're talking the rest of the time. It's like, oh, commercials are on. Let's watch. Let's watch. Well, that's yeah. the interesting part. They're not special anymore. A lot of times that's women. <laughs> all right. The dieter, someone that is counting all the calories <laughs> at the most celebrated game of the year. I went to a Super Bowl party once. Someone had the, the buffet table set up, and there was a little plastic card by each thing, and it showed how many calories were in it. <laughs> really? Wow. I was like, thank you. What's the highest number? That'll be the best food. Okay. Uh, wow. These are the football party guests to avoid. It's hard to avoid this one. The big guy who takes up all the room on the couch. It's like, can you scooch over just a little bit? I think guy's looking at me. I don't even get on the couch. <laughs> I stay by the food. All right. The little kid with the runny nose who keeps uh, double dipping in the chips. Uh, oh, gross. You feel bad already. Because they got the kids there. That's gross. <laughs> no, but you know, if there's kids there, there's fingers going in some food that you're eating. Parents need to help. And yeah, you know they're going to do that thing where they like wipe their nose at the back of the hand and then reach to get the food. Mm. Oh. Well, at least it's on the back of their hand. I'm glad it's not on the... <laughs> I know adults that do that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the guy who's angry his team didn't make it to the Super Bowl. They're complaining the whole time. Well, my team should be there and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, if y'all had a tougher schedule, that you would have lost too. (laughs) We would have been there, man. All right. The uh, girl who keeps asking, what period is this? Oh, God. Is that the best choice you could have come up with for well, that? Well, yeah. I mean, ending or period. Quarter. Got quor- now, quarter is what's actually going on. Uh, oh, that is right. Yeah, Sorry. Like, period is in hockey. As yeah. long as they get the home run, I'm happy. Oh, Thank good. You, Tori. Good. Thank you. You're not going, Tori. No. <laughs> I'm going to be the vulture. Hawk's not going. I'm going to invite Tori instead. All right. Football party guests to avoid the guy who never donates money for a beer run during the game. Oh, yeah. What is it with that guy? Why do they never chip in? Because they're cheap. We BYOB. Okay. All right. Also, they say the guest who doesn't use the air freshener spray after they use the toilet. Okay. That seems easy enough to fix. Tom, strike three. You're out. (laughs) I use air freshener spray. I use the poopery. There you go. And then supposed to create an invisible shield. They say the (laughs) nagging wife or girlfriend who keeps saying they want to go home. Can we go home? Mm-hmm. All right, now I'm three for three. <laughs> Jamie, she likes to. She likes the Super Bowl parties. Yeah, I think he was she talking does. about himself. He 
Thank you. <laughs> oh, you're saying you're the one who wants to go home? Tom, you know what, Tom? He just stocks up at the buffet. And he's like, okay, I'm done. I'm full, tired, ready to go. <laughs> I'm to go to the bathroom, and I want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> Hawk and Tom on B93.7. You know, one of the great things about living in our modern times, yeah, I would say one of the greatest things is the fact that when you go to the bathroom, and yeah. this is more for men than women, you don't have to read the back of the wet wipes package or the shampoo bottle to keep entertained. Yeah. When you're bored, your phone is your best friend. It really There's is. so much you can do. That's what got me interested in radio, because I would grab the shampoo or conditioner bottle, <laughs> and I would read the back like it was a 30-second commercial. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Try the new Swab. Rinse, repeat. <laughs> sodium acetylate and also four grams of sodium laurel sulfate and I, artificial colors and flavors. I didn't read the ingredients. That's yeah, that the boring part. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. the part you speed up at the end of the commercial. But yeah. if you could do that, you would have really <laughs> been effects. good. Yeah, I couldn't pronounce those words. Well, apparently a museum security guard did not get the notice on this. What do you mean? Because they were bored at work. Okay. This was, I believe, uh, one of their first days on the job. Okay. Uh, so 60 years old, it was his first day on the job, and he got bored, probably because he was 60, he didn't have a smartphone or didn't know how to use it. Mm -hmm. So he started wandering around the museum. And no, the museum people didn't come to life, and it wasn't a Ben Stiller oh, movie. Not at the museum. Yeah, yeah, the Smithsonian and all that crap. Uh, no, but he got bored, so he saw a portrait called Three Figures. <laughs> it's three blank faces with no facial features at all. Okay. All right, I'm going to go ahead and, for Hawk, for you, at least you can see the original painting. Oh, I thought that was what you were describing here in the studio. Three Me? blank faces. Okay, so here is a, is a it's it's kind of a very basic painting, but it is worth a lot of money. Okay, art sometimes is. Well, it looks like three <laughs> figures that your third grader would draw. draw right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or paint. He made some improvements to the painting. Oh he my. drew eyes on with a ballpoint pen. Oh my goodness! A twenty million dollar <laughs> painting. And he put with a ballpoint pen. Oh no! Eyes on the painting. I got to be honest. He's kind of. It's made not it look, horrible. He made it look better, <laughs> but it also ruins the twenty million dollar value of the painting. He should have done googly eyes. That would have been yeah. so funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can just stick those on and take them right back off and fix the painting. <laughs> I wonder how long it took them to notice it, or they just kept walking by it all yeah. day, going something's I, different about that. Cato, it's funny you ask because it happened back in early December. And it was oh, wow. a little time before anyone noticed this. Okay, so they probably have the video camera of him doing what he did. I, I maybe even admitted it. I don't know. <laughs> but does it really ruin it? Because all you got to do is get a little paint and touch it up. Okay, Just no, like you, you do, don't do like, that. Like you do with a wall you or something. You don't do that at all. Kids draw on the walls. Eraser. Like, yeah, Magic eraser. Magic eraser. Right yeah, there. I, I like that. <laughs> okay, so fortunately, art restorers were able to remove the ink from the pen without removing any of the paint from the painting and we're able to take it back to almost original condition. And then, but you, then you go to the security guard and like, you know what? You don't go get any allowance for the next year, and two, three, the rest of your life. 
No salary ever. No salary ever. I'm just glad they don't have the statue of David there. I wonder what he would do with that. <laughs> Put some oh, thong right. underwear on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm assuming that he doesn't have a job there. They don't really say. It was in Russia. He may not be alive sure. anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's true. Um, <laughs> but, uh, oh, and actually, they say that the, the damage has not been fixed yet, but they are have an art restoring company they think will be able to fix it. It's going to cost a few thousand dollars to get that ink off there properly so this guy what a jack wagon that's like it's I mean, funny you think about how <laughs> much of a jerk you are to be at a museum with millions of dollars of stuff and you get bored so you go and draw on something well it's your responsibility to make sure that doesn't happen yeah you're like supposed you're, to protect you're, it yeah i mean that's why you're walking around to make sure no one steals it or does anything yeah i think it looks better <laughs> well, that's great, but it's not yours. It's not his. How to much do is that. it worth? A couple dollars? I buy it. Millions of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it's, it's like taking uh, going to the Mona Lisa and putting a mustache on a Mona Lisa. It would look yeah. better. <laughs> she <laughs> looks like a man. Honestly, I think she had a little bit of a mustache. It would make for an interesting movie, too, whenever you see the guys that are stealing the paintings from the museum and they're sneaking in and like tom cruise is dropping down really low on that thing and not and all of a sudden you see the security guard and he's over in the corner doodling on one of the paintings <laughs> yeah it wouldn't yeah. make it seem like they needed to try as hard as you thought they did to get in there right so yeah. well but i can see how security guards do get bored i'll be honest if they had left the eyes on there it would make me more interested in going to a museum yeah. Okay. To see that. I just think they need to tell that guy about Wordle because that would have kept him out of a lot of trouble. Or give him a shampoo bottle. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, when it comes to kissing, I know, Tom, you are a specialist in this area. We had a stranger off the street just come on in one time <laughs> and had a little competition, and uh, they were to grade Tom's kissing technique you make it sound so cheap what do you mean i mean we what we did was a <laughs> yeah. scientific study yeah right okay i said that i was an excellent kisser and you guys said prove it and i said i will open up anyone who's listening right now okay yeah come in and kiss me and grade me live on the air i'll have no say in this at all and this young lady came in yeah and i got i think she gave me a nine and a half out of ten <laughs> Boy, the things we did before COVID. And before I was married. <laughs> and she was homeless and cold. No, she wasn't. She was attractive, and she was a very good judge of kissing. And you know what? I believe your scientific study are way better than I believe the scientific study on this pandemic. Mm. <laughs> okay. Well, I thought you were saying way more than you believe the one Hawk's about to share. Actually, I've got some fun facts about kissing. Oh. That you won't, you'll be surprised by some of these things and actually shocked by one of them. Oh, I don't want to get shocked. Okay, so... So most people kiss for less than a minute when they do kiss. Now, that's because they're included married people, probably. <laughs> okay, all right. Because when you're first dating someone and making out, you kiss for a long time. You know that 30% of people always kiss with their eyes open? No. Yeah. Oh, that's because yeah. I closed mine, and I didn't know that. Right. Have you ever opened your eyes and, and seen eyes open? It's like, oh, creepy. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, you're doing it, too. Well, just, do you, you, know, you You close them real quick, though. You're like, <laughs> yeah, it's like an open blink. You blink real quick, but open. I'm so trying this on John today. Are you? I'm yeah, I think I'm Jamie, too. <laughs> now, this is not the one that will shock you, but I was surprised by this one. <laughs> 61% of women say at least one man from their past is a better kisser than their current husband or boyfriend. Yeah. 
That's never bothered me because I know how good I am. Oh, okay. And I don't say, I I know that sounds bad, but it's just that it's something I took a lot of pride in getting good at. But whether you're good or not, if you're kissing someone who's not, I've kissed where I had slobber all over my face and I'm like, I don't like that. So, but I remembered the good ones. Okay, all right. Okay, but I think I don't remember names. There's definitely some people (laughs) who make it hard for you to kiss well. I had I dated a girl who wouldn't hardly open her mouth, and you're like, how am I supposed to kiss well when I can't even get in there? If oh you my. need a tool from Home Depot to get her mouth open, jaws of life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so gross story. My first kiss was a boy who had some sort of surgery situation on his tongue, so oh, it was like a it was God. like a lizard kind of thing. Oh, he would go, wow. blah, blah, like you know what though? <laughs> oh my gosh! They say that the lizard slash snake kiss is one of the worst ones. Yes, it is. <laughs> Where they just, really weird. It they just flick it in and out, <laughs> like like a lizard, right? Or yeah, snake? Like it just darts in for a minute and it yeah. wiggles <laughs> and then it goes back in. Yeah. That's not romantic. <laughs> Team <is> Slytherin. <laughs> okay, you have the vampire kiss too, where they bite your lips. No, that's not all bad. That's yeah. not all bad. Blah blah. As long as they're not b- drawing blood, right? Then of course they got the sloppy Joe. Yes, I've had a sloppy Joe. <laughs> the old sloppy Joe. Kiss. Is there a sloppy Jane? Well, there should be. I'll say I didn't that. never do sloppy Joe. What about the Grand Canyon? What's what? Oh, I just that, made that up. Open wide, open wide mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, close it just a little bit. Okay, yeah. you don't forget about the Dyson or Hoover. Oh, okay. I kissed a girl in high school, and she was very attractive. <laughs> and all my friends had kissed her at some point. And uh, I, well, I was so psyched to be able to kiss her because it was a pretty big deal. Okay. And my friends had warned me that I wasn't going to like it. And mm-hmm. I, they were right. I, my tongue was sore at the root. Of, I thought she was going to oh. pull my tongue out of my mouth. <laughs> okay. She have did not understand how to kiss. I don't understand why she thought that's what it was. Oh, well, gosh. they asked people, have you ever <laughs> dumped a boyfriend or girlfriend because they were a lousy kisser? And 37% of the people said they did. More guys dump a girlfriend for uh, being a bad kisser. The girls actually think they can change or teach or coach the guy how to kiss. It's always our downfall. We always think we can change you. Bad kissers, whatever else. That's true. I've Mm -hmm. always thought I could change a bad kisser, too, though. It seems like that's something communication could fix. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's an app for that. <laughs> Do it like a high school football coach. Like, record it and then be like, see what you did here uh, with your tongue? That's oh, weird. Don't scare do me anymore. for a second. Like, in the <laughs> locker room? Yeah. <laughs> the slow motion play-by-play? Yeah. yeah. Mm. But if, if, you are, if you do have someone telling you, hey, you need to do this and this to make your kissing better, start practicing. Start trying to change because apparently you don't kiss well. Exactly. Yeah. But, but can you do that? Can you just call them out and say, you know I have. How do you just gently? I'm like, let you? me show you. <laughs> yeah, I said your mom and daddy didn't teach you right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? I didn't get to my fun facts, but these are oh. very, very interesting. Oh, those weren't the fun facts. I will have those for you coming up. Okay. You, you will actually learn something about kissing. I want. Probably did. Hawk and Tom on B ninety three point seven. Let's talk about kissing. Find out some fun facts about the history of kissing. All righty. Okay. So, you know, I was telling you that most people <laughs> kiss for less than a minute when they do kiss. That's <laughs> including married people. <laughs> yeah. Because when you're single and you're young and you're kissing, you make out for a long time. They bring the average down, right? My wife and I used to go out. You guys would complain. Yeah. We would be in going. public and we would uh. be making out for like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, okay. we would be like at Irishai at the restaurant, and we'd be up against a wall making out as if we were yeah. oblivious yeah. to the rest of the restaurant. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad the whole restaurant had had a bottle of sake on their table. At least. So they, didn't. <laughs> they needed it just to yeah, get through that, exactly. to see that horrible stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> but here are some fun facts about the history of kissing. There was a popular kissing trend back in the 40s. 1940s? 1940s, <laughs> and it was known as the electric kiss. What does that mean? We have the electric slide now. <laughs> this was not a dance. It was the electric kiss. This involved charging your feet with static, like on those rugs. You know, you'd scoot your feet on the oh, rugs. Do not want. Produce an electrical charge and then touch each other's lips, and then it would shock you. All right, right now, in this weather, my wife and I have a ritual. Okay. When I come home and kiss her, we first take each other's hand so as to discharge any shock so that we don't shock each other on the lips. Oh, I thought he was being romantic there. It seems like <laughs> it, but it's basically I hate getting shocked. Yeah, I do too. I wouldn't like that. Oh, that's, that's crazy to get shocked on the lips. That would be really painful. Why? It's a little fun, a little jolt. Little love jolt. Well, <laughs> yeah. you are gonna love what I just ordered from Amazon. One of those electric fly swatters. <laughs> yeah, we'll let you do a torture Tuesday. So. Mm. Well, you said you love it. <laughs> I've done it. It's electrifying. Apparently, the electricity uh, might give you a jolt, but kissing alone—you don't even need that little jolt. Huh? Kissing alone releases the same neurotransmitters. In our brains as parachuting and bungee jumping and running. I don't think you read that right. I don't think they meant kissing alone. I think they meant kissing itself gives this much. I don't know what you're saying. Well, you you said kissing by yourself. I I said kissing alone gives you the same feelings as the others. You misheard Uh, that. You mean like kissing a mirror? I've done that. See, I, I feel like everybody does the practice. Come on, kissing releases the same neurotransmitters in the brain as parachuting, bungee jumping. He meant like kissing itself actually does this, not kissing alone. As you alone. kiss somebody. Oh, See, I that, the same oh, as you. Okay. I was like, what are you talking about? Well, I understood what you meant, but it also gives me the same feeling when I'm kissing a mirror. What about a okay, pillow? A pillow. <laughs> I, I, I don't kiss pillows. Kato, oh. Kato has been kissing alone. We He's just neck. with a pillow. Uh, Me and the body pillow, we just neck. You did more than neck. (laughs) It also improves your skin, helps your circulation, and prevents tooth decay. Just to let you know. Really? And relieves headaches. So if you have a headache, you can't use that excuse anymore, ladies. Oh, I had one today. Okay, so go ahead and pucker up. First of all, I will always use that excuse. Okay. (laughs) If need be. Historical kissing history. Here's how. The symbol X started representing the kiss. Did you know you get the X's and O's means kissing, kisses and hugs yeah. uh, on the card and stuff? Yeah, I didn't realize one was for one and one was for the other. The yeah, X, like, X is for kissing, O is mm-hmm. for hugging. So you you got, put your, oh. yeah, you're putting your arms <laughs> around them. Oh, that makes so much sense, yeah. except for the kissing part. In the Middle Ages, people... Mark the spot. X marks the spot. In the Middle Ages, people <laughs> who couldn't read or write would sign their name as an X. Not just the Middle Ages, but like now, too. Sometimes, yeah, (laughs) in the Deep South. And then after they would mark their signature with an X, they would kiss the mark they made to show that they meant whatever they were signing. Okay. So um, the X eventually started representing kisses. I'm skeptical. That's not like a wives' tale or something. Well, yeah, Tom, anything I've ever brought up, you're skeptical of. If I Uh. said that wall over there is white, you would go, well, that's kind of an off-white. And I'm usually right. The That's term, not white. Is that white to you guys? Dirty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a dirty white. 
All right, so another historical fact about kissing. Let's talk about French kissing. All right. It wasn't made up by the French. That's like French fries. Yeah, it's actually an American creation. In the 1920s, Americans started calling tongue kissing French kisses because uh, we associate the French with being romantic. For some oh. reason, you got the music from France and all that. It's romantic. Wee oui, wee. Oui. It's because the ladies in France don't wear underpants. Okay. Are you all okay, right. Tom? That's <laughs> what I heard. How old are you, man? I heard really? that in high school, maybe middle school. It was not high school. That was like when you were on a playground <laughs> in third grade. There's Whatever. a place in, in France where the women wear no <laughs> pants. Oh, okay. oh, it was pants. Is that My a Kesha bad. song? <laughs> a country song? Kesha. Oh, Kesha. Okay, anyway, they associate the... French people were being romantic, and gotcha. that's why we call it the French kiss. How come the French people are associated with being romantic? They don't even shave their armpits. Okay, because you have Paris. It's like a romantic city. Oh, yeah. That, that makes sense. I think it's the language. Is They consider it to be a romantic language. Oui, oui. Parlez-vous, Francois? That's not a language. It's not romantic either. Anybody that takes French in school going, what do you say? No, they're not. They're going, he didn't say anything. Okay, so in France, what do they call tongue kissing? It's not French kissing over there. They call it tongue kissing. They call it soul kissing or deep kissing. Deep kissing is good. I like that, soul kissing. Mm -mm. Soul kissing is weird. Deep kissing sounds like the opposite of lizard kissing. I don't like it. What about Eskimo kissing? I like to do that. Okay, rubbing noses. Yeah. yeah. That is oh. kind of fun. Yeah. It is. I mean, even with friends, you know, just, hey, buddy. Yeah. Hey, let's just rub our noses together. I wonder how COVID got started. <laughs> <laughs> I can take a stab at it. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 